believe it. Hello, Sarah. Episode We're 427. Here. We are here. Yes. Barely. I want real bad to start rhyming again. I have had multiple requests. Then do it. I'm not the boss. No. You're right. What? Mm. <laughs> 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 I push back on that of one. rhyming. Boss lady. She, you give off boss vibes. I do. I do. I'm not the boss of rhyming, oh, though. That's your. Department. That is. I am the boss of rhyming. Like <laughs> yes, but like, like low level boss of a very small company. <laughs> You're like small company. What, what did they say about Dwight Schrute, assistant to the? Oh, manager. I'm an assistant. I'm an assistant to the regional manager. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm an assistant to the regional manager of, of rhyming. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, so Hi, how's you your week Sarah. going? Oh my God! No, let me ask you first. Well, um, it's been quite a week. This is, yes. we record about a week ahead. So we are in the thick of the protesting mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, uh, still having a pandemic. So it's been something else. Not a dull moment. Not a dull moment. That's for sure. Let's, I'm all about the uproar. So yeah. Yes. Me Let's too. do it. Yeah. Like yeah, I love it. I love up. Yeah. Shaking things up. I love people yeah. making change. Yes. All I love it. all that. However, I have something to complain about. Let's hear it. Like, you know, because I don't want to make this like a time where I'm like being complaining. <laughs> <sighs> but Sunday morning, I'm already in this like, st- you know, because yeah, like it's been you're that agitated. weekend. I'm agitated. <clears throat> I'm like, you know, fired up. I wake up. And I'm going, you know, I say to myself, we've, you know, we talked a lot about planting, planting's really good. So like, I'm going to try to calm down and like <laughs> focus on just like my garden. And That's so good. I'm like outside, I'm trimming my little, my mint is doing fantastic by the way. Okay, good. Uh, which is great because it was almost dead. So I'm doing that. And, uh, inside as I'm doing this, Ren's asleep and inside, uh, is our, um, like little robot vacuum, who we have named Little Oofy, uh, and Lil Oofy because the brand is Oofy, so natu- and it says it on the top, so naturally he's uh, Lil Oofy, and he runs around the house and cleans, and he's great and everything. But I'm outside, and all of a sudden I hear this like sloshy like <laughs> against the window, and I'm like, what the hell is that? Like the uh, the sliding window, and so I look, and this little guy who looks like now he's like trying to escape out of the house is spitting water everywhere. And I pick him up and I flip him over and water goes spraying into my face. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is this like, what did it spill? And I was thinking, oh, it's gotta be like the dog bowl. Like maybe the the, the vacuum like sucked up water. So I look up and there are water tracks all over the house. And I'm like, oh, this is way more than just (laughs) a dog bowl. I walk into the guest bedroom and the laundry room it is flooded. I mean, what the under hell? inches Why of water. Why does this happen to you all the time? Why does <laughs> this happen to... I mean, are you kidding me? Is it and I don't mean like a little flood. What? I mean, no, no, it wasn't even that. It was a... It, it ended up being the heater. The heater had like corroded the, the, the uh, copper pipes, had built up like calcium around them. And the water couldn't get through, and it sprang a leak, and then it just all night long flooded the entire office with all of it, like all the closet, everything, all of our like. Come on. Oh my God, so I'm not kidding. We wake up, and and now this electric robot has now <laughs> taken this water, dirty ass water, and sprayed it all over the house. And Ren's sleeping, and so I wake up. I like I I'm like you know, trying not to like wake him up in a panic. And I'm like, oh, but I definitely didn't say calm. I'm like, Ren, <laughs> you know, like wake Poor him up. Ren. And nobody likes to be woken up, you know. We're like, no. uh, if he wasn't like looking at Twitter and watching like riot videos and then you would hear your girlfriend screaming your name in the other room, that could not have been enjoyable. No. And so we get to like bailing out the freaking living or the guest room all the towels and everything and then try to call this is the worst part of it in my mind try to call the uh 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 apartment no answer try to call their emergency number the emergency line is no like this phone number is no not 
currently working. Boy, no you are answer. really getting a runaround at that apartment complex. What the hell? We ended up having to go on like a walk, like a, a, a run around the building, found a maintenance worker who was cleaning the outside of the building who happened to have the number of one of the maintenance guys, hunted him, like his direct line. Thank God he came. And still, nobody's done a thing. <laughs> no. It's been five days. What is it, all soggy still? They gave us a blower, like to, oh, I, Lord. which I, I stopped just because I'm recording right now. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, so Why it was high cursed? drama. Why? Right? I really want to know. Like, uh, and uh, I feel like was this was this a when sign. I was talking about the fires, and I was like, you know, oh, I'm so glad that there there <laughs> wasn't any water damage in our. I don't know. I'm like, what's you know, I shouldn't think that. Like, magical thinking isn't a real thing. I have to remind myself of that. I'm like, Sarah, there are no thoughts. There's no, there's no nothing that causes this. No, it but just you do have feels bad luck. Like, for real. And so now I, I like, and, you know, Ren's so wonderful. And he's, like, trying to, like, okay, we're going to clean it up. I'm like, no, we're not spending a second longer cleaning. Like, we've already wasted half a day and da 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 And they, no, I've had it. Oh. He's being all nice. And he's like, Let, we'll, let's just, we'll do oh. it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. They're coming and they're taking care of this. No, I will Sarah not say where I live that. because, you know, I want to still live here. But they also need to take care of it. But anyway, you're having a bad much week. Nice. Yeah. A little bit. little. Well, you know what? It's always like high drama over here. That's like, you know, I don't know. That's your MO. Meanwhile, you've got like birds chirping in the background. <laughs> Can you hear them right now? Yes. It sounds lovely. Darn, the door's even shut. They are just loud. Singing yeah. their tune. Yeah. It really is mm. like a uh, wildlife paradise over here. I think I told you about that snake we saw. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't think yes, I did. Yes, and then you did sent... I? Yeah, they we when we came over to your house yeah. and you and uh, Adam sent me a picture of it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like terrified that that thing lives on my phone now. <laughs> right? Yeah, he probably <gasps> didn't know about your phobia. Oh my god! Speaking of which, <laughs> that I saw the most insane clip from a TV show. I think it's called like Kings of Pain. Okay. Have you heard of this? No, it's an these Australian guys, and they do a television show where they intentionally try to get bit or stung by something, and then oh, rate the pain scale. Sake. And Come I saw on. one where they they like basically put their arm out like it's a freaking turkey leg to a <laughs> python. No, and like let but like a python with like crazy teeth and let it let the python bite it. And not just one of these dumbasses did it, but two of them did it. I don't love it. I hate it. And then the last guy who did it, who was like, you know, I, I, I really like, I have a wife and I should really think about that. And like, maybe it's a bad idea. I'm like, dude, this is like your second season. You, you didn't think about it before? So it's like jackass, but with wildlife. Oh, f- I, that, yeah, totally. Okay. And I'm like, why are men idiots? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like you never see like, a show with a bunch of women doing this shit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Here it is. Yeah. Kings of pain. Oh my gosh. Follows wildlife biologist, Adam Thorne, AKA (laughs) Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville for (laughs) sure. And then they have like a pain index. Uh, Come on. I wonder what's the worst pain they've ever had though. Now I wanted to see the index. Right. That's, and you know what? It does come up. It's like, Oh, let's see if I can I can find it real quick. This is funny. It says, "Will there be a King of Pain season two? Well, God, I hope not. Maybe it <laughs> just had season one. Yes, and there's even an article that says, "Is Kings of Pain science or stupidity?" I don't even need oh, to click on that link sake. to tell you. I don't even right. like that question. I'm mad about it. I know. And how I found out about this. Oh my God, I didn't even mean to talk about this today, but it's so funny. Um, I was like, you know, looking for something new to watch on Hulu and found um, this show. It's called like Celebrities Watching Television or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I freaking love it. <laughs> I'm obsessed, Seuss. Now you know why people watch us watching. I the totally challenge. get it. Oh, what it's you so love about funny. It? I love it so much. I love my favorite are out of touch dads. 
<laughs> like, which is now I understand why people, why it's so hilarious when you don't know who anybody is on there and you're like, wait, who is that again? And like, you know, I'm like annoyed with you and everybody else is like, that's so funny. Right. And now I'm like, oh my God, I get it. It's so funny. Rob Lowe and his kids are hilarious because yeah. like they're picking they on dad is really funny. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so great. And give him a hard time about like, you know, him being a ladies man and the Osbournes are really, really funny. And oh my god, I'm totally doing like an ad for this television show that has <laughs> nobody's paid me to do. But of course, I did one for Kings of Pain, and fuck that show. Yeah, so. fuck that show. Yeah, but somebody man, commented was... by the way that we have quit apologizing to Linda. So I would like to apologize oh. to Linda that I wasn't apologizing for all of my profanity. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Linda. <laughs> I'm oh very god, sorry. that's really funny. Oh man, yeah. I guess well, I you just know, forgot about her. I did too. You know, we, at this point, we uh, uh, like what? What do you say after like, like sorry, Linda? It, like, what? Do you, what's the val? I need like a validating response from Linda. Maybe that's it. It feels like unfinished business. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I've just been like apologizing and apologizing. When's she going to be like? It's okay. Yeah, we have put up healthy boundaries now. Like we've yeah, sat, we've I can only apologize for so much. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Linda? it's like you know what you're getting. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, fool me twice. I mean, come on. Oh, maybe that is Linda. So funny. It's like Linda was the original Karen. Yeah. Really. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Man, I've thought a lot about your your comments on the Karen post, which, by the way, still up in my hallway, <laughs> hasn't been picked up. The poop it's or the sign? To, but either. You have got either. to kids. Sarah, pick that up. Well, now the now, oh my god, I can't believe I'm saying these words. It's so gross. Now the poop has since been like calcified or like turned into a rock or whatever, and like, or it's been stepped on, you know, and it's like hardened to the pavement. The whole thing needs to be. Oh, look, they're not even cleaning up the flood in my place. They're clearly not concerned about the stairwell in which no one resides, and they're not collecting rent on. I would oh, pick it up uh, if I were I'm you. I'm really fired up. You need to get a putty knife and scrape it up. Why me? It's the right so thing to do. So I could talk complaining about it. But then I'm going to spend the next episode spending a good 10 minutes of talking about my experience scraping it off the poo <laughs> and how awful that was and how I need everybody to understand that. I mean, I think but. that the, the perpetrator should have picked it up, but since they clearly yeah. aren't going to... No they're not it's no it's been it's like it's now been kicked around and like it's still oh like the, the evidence of it is still there but you know what ifs can't, i have can't. some i don't think you live in a good place anymore <laughs> i don't either well you know and yeah have it's there been, been pro- uh, protesters near your house there are protesters close i not any not very close not close enough for us to hear them or, mm. or, or see any of the commotion. We, of course, have not left our house, and there's been an early curfew. So the 4 p.m. curfew kind of threw yeah, us off, especially because things, it? it was a day where we went to go. We were trying to get groceries, and originally it was a seven, one day it was a 7 p.m. curfew, and it, it was like a we-are-desperate-for-groceries situation. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and so we went, I tried to walk across, just across the street to, and I happened to have a Gelson's right across the street from us and they shut the door. Like, even though the curfew was at seven and I was there at six, they like shut the door in my face and they're like, no, we're not taking anybody else. And they were rather rude about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, then, then, then we're like, okay, I guess we won't get any. And then the next day we were like working in the morning and then at about three o'clock, we're like, oh, let's go get groceries. And then four o'clock curfew came. And we were, like, out again, out of luck. So then we, like, had to, like, okay, we're going to get groceries in the morning and, uh, and took care of that. So we were okay. But that, that kind of threw us off. And then this morning I saw 15 <laughs> cop cars drive by. Oh, my. Yeah. So we hear a lot of that. And, and it's all boarded up. But Oh, right. Yeah, I saw yeah. that on your story. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's been real quiet up here, obviously. No, yeah. that would nothing be quiet <laughs> ways out of their way. 
Yeah, we're not in the uh, hot seat, but um, yeah, yeah, I've just been watching on social. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm all. I love a protest. Oh yes. yeah. Yes, I love it so much. And so, you know, I'm thinking about like what kind of things I can do and what kind of things we can do on our podcast. You know, I was talking to Ren and he was like, hey, have you ever talked about any like black inventions and like Mm. black inventors? And I was like, no, we have not. In fact, I couldn't name pretty much any. So I did a little digging and I found a great video that was, uh, it is called, um, People try to live 72 hours without black inventions yes. and it didn't go well. Yes, I remember that. And it was great. Oh, you've seen it? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love that. So there were so many things that we had never even, like, we never even learned about. I mean, yeah. there's like a million things, hello, that we haven't learned about. So I thought I would share some of these good ones because a lot of times the stories behind them are really good too. Okay. Okay, so in the video, so some of the things in the video that they were not able to live with, um, and this is a small fraction of right. these inventions. So uh, automated elevator doors, <laughs> uh, the three-light traffic light, which I love the story behind, and I'll tell you that one, uh, refrigerated trucks or any food that came in a refrigerated truck, caller ID, call waiting, any kind of phone, touch-tone phones, uh, electrical resistors, which I don't even know what the heck that is, but it's in pretty much everything. It's like... <laughs> TV, radio, computer, anything that you, like, use, it's in that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just so funny to watch them because they, like, day one, second one, were like, okay, well, I've already failed uh, the experiment. I've broken the rules a thousand times. You can't do anything. Well, and and Jane Elliott always talks about, like, you know, let's go back even further. Where do you think we got paper and fucking math? (laughs) Like, uh, thank you, Egyptians. Oh, my God. That's so true. Where the fuck do you think we got paper? (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. You know, like people, I think um, Americans tend to think of, you know, black Americans or African Americans and don't think about like where they actually came from and what they were responsible for. They think of them just as like these people that we enslaved and their victims, you know. So Susie, you're, this is so, that is like taking it so much farther than my thought even was with it. I love this. Teach me things. <laughs> I don't know enough. Believe me. I just know yeah. that we oh, are look at that. limited often by what we learned growing up. And that is yeah. so minimal. And yeah. that's why I love working with Jane Elliott because yes. she doesn't put up with any bullshit and she will tell you, here's why you're wrong. Here's all the ways you've been indoctrinated that are you know, erroneous and discriminatory. And you're just like, oh, I was a part of an entire system, including the education system that has been whitewashed Mm. and erased swaths of people from all over the world because we are fearful and pathetic and weak. Yes. Oh, and it's just to justify terrible, terrible things. Oh my God. I, I love seeing her all over the place and knowing that like, you know, now especially and knowing that, you know, she's a friend of the brain candy podcast. Yeah, man, she is. How did you meet her? Um, I just contacted her for the Meisterpiece when I did the Meisterpiece (sighs) podcast and I interviewed her for that. And then when I moved to LA, I contacted her because she has a home out here and in Sun City, and I just said, can I come over? <laughs> oh, my God. You're the best. <laughs> and she said, okay. Um, oh. And so that's how we became friends. I love and that. And she, I mean, seriously, she does not put up with bullshit. So, like, she will tell you you're wrong to your face. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't do it with kick gloves. Like, she's, she's very, um, you know, upfront about it and direct. And she brings out this map and shows you how, you know, like when you look at a globe, it's very hard Mm -hmm. to make an accurate globe on a flat piece of paper. And so what, um, you know, racists did was they emphasized the northern hemisphere, which basically erases and diminishes the southern hemisphere, which is where a lot of the brown people lived Mm -hmm. and live. And so even something as simple as the maps we use... Um, create a sense that white world is better. Yeah. 
Yeah. Stuff like that is oh. everywhere. It is ubiquitous. Yep. And don't even recognize it until it's like literally put right in front of you. Yeah. You have to have somebody undo that. You have to dismantle yeah. it. Yes. So that's oh what my we gosh. need to do. And learn and learn and learn and learn. Thank goodness we love learning. I know. It is exhausting though because there is so much to undo. Yeah. Mm. But you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Don't let the enormity of the task convince you to avoid it. Yes. You got to so empty the teaspoon, the uh, ocean with a teaspoon, so get started. That's right. Well, we can, we can maybe like, like recognize some uh, inventors. Indeed. Like Garrett Morgan, <laughs> who invented the three-light traffic light. Yeah, what's his story? So here, the best, I love why, because I think that that's super cool. So he, like many black inventors, only had an elementary school education. And he uh, grew up on a farm and started recognizing like a whole bunch of stuff on the farm that he could fix. And so he began like improving things like the sewing machine. He had uh, uh, improved invention like to the sewing machine. He also created the gas mask. And so through these inventions, he, you know, made some money. And he was the first uh, black man in Cleveland, Ohio to have a car. And with his automobile driving around, he was noticing that there were tons of these terrible accidents and motorcyclists were getting in these horrific accidents with the two light system. So he's like, we got to change this. And so he invented the three light traffic light. How cool is that? I love that story. Yeah. Don't you love when someone sees a problem and instead of complaining about it, like I do, they just (laughs) fix it. I mean, that is so cool. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Yes. And, uh, Suze, we couldn't even have our podcast without this Ooh. one. The electric microphone was invented by James E. West in 1964. Thank you, James. And, uh, which is very important because it's like the same microphone that you'd use in, like, you know, any kind of uh, beautiful singing, like karaoke. Aha, uh-huh. yes. yes. He's facilitating it's in all everything. of our voices. It's the same patent that's in Alexa that listens to um, your voice. And wow. picks up the voice and all the Alexa things, which I didn't even know a lot about how patents work. This kind of then took me, I was like, how the hell does yeah, that isn't even that fun? work? So like, yes. So then like parts, oh, it's so interesting. Like what makes a unique idea and what qualifies for a patent and what doesn't. And how like Alexa is made up of a bunch of different patents. Patents, And like right. you can take, you know, it's like yeah, patents on patents. Yeah, you can build upon it. Yes. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, this new microphone was used in like a ton of stuff. Uh, uh, baby monitors, hearing aids, tape recorders, all telephones. Like that seems like one that should be right up there that they talk. I mean, like <laughs> right. all of this, these are like, this is, I, like I read these and I'm like, what did white people invent? Yeah, we're pathetic. And my right. friend Melissa, who was on Real World New Orleans years ago, she says, she always jokes, well, she's not joking. She always says yeah. that... Everything you love, mm-hmm. black people created. And yeah. even if you think a white person made it, look further. <laughs> they but, but, probably stole it. <laughs> here's a great example. How about the light bulb? Oh. We give Thomas Edison a whole bunch of credit for that, which is like great. Okay, the light bulb itself was invented by Thomas Edison. But the innovation that was used to create the actual light bulb, the carbon filament that we mm-hmm. used that created it so it was long lasting. So it would last more than like, I don't know, however the heck long those old ones did was done by this guy, uh, Louis Latimer, and a uh, black guy. There yeah. you go. Nobody talks about him either. No. I mean, all of these, that could be the answer for. So it's like, yeah, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's great to start the conversation yeah. and yes, just get an education about it. And like I said, we don't know fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and female inventors too. I love that. Yeah, man. It's like... It's great. Sick of all these we white dudes. I'm done shit. talking about you bozos. I know. <laughs> right. It's but it's like hard, you know, and and I think you you said it right. So it's like you really have to be willing cuz I mean, let's 
call a spade a spade here. A lot, I'd, we can assume, I, I shouldn't assume, but I think maybe we have the demographics to know that a lot of our listeners are white. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. And so that's fine, of course. But with that privilege, we have to like have some duties that come with it that we do and like not be scared to kind of put in the work and and do that, you know? Well, and I don't think we've ever been shy about that, but... Oh, right. The job is I so I mean, we, big. like, collectively. Yeah, no. You know? And I, I hope that uh, we still get held accountable and people say when they feel like we missed the mark or oh, yeah, love if that. we're not doing enough, like, please tell me. Yeah. Um, and so mm. I, I think people do that in general, but, you know, yeah. I'm open to I it. I do love that. And I think it's hard, like that's, that's a big, you know, and I feel like a lot of, a lot of people recently, as we've seen, have had to kind of say, I'm sorry and apologize for or like, you know, their, or not even more than I'm sorry. I think it's also, uh, I was unaware of the ways that, you know, my like behavior affected others, things like that, more of like bringing an awareness to past action that maybe wasn't correct. And that's freaking okay because that's mm-hmm. growth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we all, do, we all have to do that all day, all the time. You yeah, know? if you don't think you have any blind spots, then I can find one for you. Right. <laughs> because yeah. you can always find that. Yeah, yeah. Let me know, Suze, anytime. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't mean you specifically. Oh, of course. No, I know, but I'm yeah. still like, like yeah. yeah, open the door, right? Yeah. Yeah, because that's how... And you just have to get comfortable doing that, or receiving that, and that comes from self worth too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like the same the same things like because you can like expand on this, and I always maybe it's just like my therapeutic model that I love so much that it all a lot of it comes down to like, you know, if you're okay and you feel like you're you're a good person, then you know what you can take you can take a little bit of that, and it doesn't mean that you're bad. It just means that maybe there's more to learn. Well, and the thing is, just because you come to me and say, here's why you're wrong and you missed the mark, I am open to it. I will listen. But that doesn't mean I'll say, yeah, you're right. Maybe you're wrong. But, oh, for you know, sure. We just yeah. have a dialogue here. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, and being open to one. Oh, I love that. Because it I extends like, to all topics. When you say yeah, about like the people on social that are like having to apologize and stuff, part of that I think comes from they don't have the confidence or the experience to know whether they were right or wrong. So then one person will say, oh, you shouldn't have done this. And then they get confused and then they might apologize, but then someone else get, gets mad. So you really have to think and, and be yeah. discerning before you start waffling. Tell me more about the confidence of being like that, like... Well, sometimes people come, I'll give you an example. So I I love this was doing some work on brain candy's Instagram. And when the George Floyd protests began, I thought, okay, we need to be thoughtful about what we post, how much we post, what we say, what we promote, Mm -hmm. because it's just about being responsible with your content and your business. And so I tried to do that and I acknowledged what was going on and, and addressed it and, you know, we went dark and we waited and I reflected. And then when it was time to promote again, I put up that message that was like, hey, we have to promote and we have, we were going to have fun with you guys and we can still be playful, but the work continues and we will continue to educate ourselves, et cetera. And then the Mm -hmm. next slide, I was promoting our episode. And then someone wrote and said that was tone deaf, that I shouldn't have um, Mm. been promoting the episode because it didn't have anything to do with the situation. Mm-hmm. I disagree because I addressed mm-hmm. it beforehand mm-hmm. and I said, here's what I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. Like, and here's my intention. And so then, yeah. and that's yeah. fine. Like we have a difference yeah. of opinion about whether it was appropriate mm-hmm. and I appreciate them writing and I don't get mad or anything like that. I just don't agree. But if she yeah. had said that I did something wrong and then I was like, uh Oh, mm-hmm. then I would, pivot mm-hmm. and I'd fix it. Absolutely. Yeah. You got, yeah, you got to be open and you got to like have an understanding of like, you have to be confident it, about your intention yes, and then what the you did. And if you did yes. fuck up, say it. Yes. That's all. Yeah. 
Because we all do, man. Mm-hmm. And that's that's it. We just got to learn. You know, I feel like it's so fun to listen to you talk on this subject. And so, inter- well, I mean, it's difficult. Like, it's hard to say things like anything like this is fun. But it's so interesting because I feel like your perspective is so great since I, I just think about, like, your upbringing and your childhood Mm -hmm. and like what you were exposed to and the kind of ideas and like you know we talk about this with you changing political views yeah and i feel like it's all and but that's why it all falls with education because mm -hmm. i had to read so much about the white supremacy that was ingrained in evangelicalism which is the tradition in which i grew up and Mm -hmm. and once you learn that you can't pretend like you don't know anymore um, right. And so uh, you have to make a choice. Am I still comfortable with that worldview or do I need to move on to something else? So it's painful. Think, but- and I really don't even know the answer to this. And of course, because who does, but maybe you can shed some like, why do you think it's so uncomfortable for people to let go of that? Why do you, what is the, I mean, I know that's so deep, but like. I think it's what we talk about a lot about identity. If something, mm. if you see something as integral to who you are, then to dismantle that is, can be really painful and oh also be um, like cause you to flounder. Like if I'm not an evangelical Christian, what am I? Right. Especially when for me, that's why I was cast on the show. So then the identity runs even deeper because it's a wow. persona too. And this so, is really interesting. <clears throat> I mean, let's say for you. Like in your case, it's different because the reason you were cast was not as fundamental to like Uh identity. Mm -hmm. Um, But if something came along that made you question whether you identified as, I don't know, something that they saw you as, what did they, Mm -hmm. what would be an example of that for you? Oh gosh. Even like, I mean, I guess just like, like, I'm trying to think. Oh, I don't know. What do you think? What I, I can't even answer that. That's so weird. What do I? Uh, uh, maybe as like a survivor. Mm-hmm. If something came along where, let's say, the survivor community um, mm-hmm. rejected you and said, mm-hmm. "You know what? She's being performative, and we don't appreciate the words she's saying on screen," then you mm-hmm. have to look inside and say, "Like, am I still a part of this community?" And Mm -hmm. if I'm not, who am I? What does that mean Mm -hmm. about me? That's what it Mm -hmm. felt like for me because this was, Susie is Uh this, a virginal Christian. Well, then I wasn't sure I was anymore. Well, then who the fuck am I? (laughs) And so it's uncomfortable, man. And you know what? This makes me think of like, so I think about, and I think you're so right with identity. And I think about... Like, I have zero attachment to my genetic lineage and, in fact, the opposite. And it's not part of my identity because I don't want to identify with people who did bad things and some people who did bad things to me. So I have made that, like, made that really not – and I've kind of struggled to have, like, have a strong identity. And I wonder if in kind of feeling like that feeling of, well, who am I? from day one made it made me a little more receptive to like like or made me made me kind of really ask like what do i believe and like pick a group and do the you know yeah because i would say i bounced around and said i don't know where i belong yeah, here, 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 here. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure mm-hmm. dude yeah this is, this is like some deep shit <laughs> yeah because like you i see it with you about your last name because you yes. didn't like rice because it's associated with him and you didn't like patterson anymore because you got divorced obviously right so it's like well now f- i don't give a fuck, fuck about my last right i'm like i don't care call me whatever you want i don't know i've always been like that when people at like starbucks will be like oh sarah with a nature without and i'm like i don't fucking care yeah because i'm like that's like not even part of my identity at all mm-hmm. so yeah it was but i if if i ha- it would be probably harder to get me to change a, a an ingrained like a, a I don't know a belief or or something that I've been taught or learned yeah. or something if it were part of my culture or something that I identified with 
if that were like something I really strongly identified. Yeah, you know? if it's fundamental to who you are. I can see that. But once you get past that initial like, uh-oh, now uh-oh. what? Then yeah. it's liberating because now I see it as you don't have to throw out the baby with the bathwater. I no longer identify as an evangelical Christian, but I still identify as a follower of Jesus. And that's important to me. Uh Uh-huh. 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 And so once you are free from the chains that bind you, whether it's systemic religion or whatever, then you can make your own way. And that is liberation. Mm. Yes. Oh, so smart, Susie. (laughs) Yes, Sarah. So you forget it. That's who I am now. I don't. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's just, you know, it's, it's so fun to hear because like the same way I, I talk about like, it really, this is your body of knowledge as far as like, like looking at what's really going on and like taking it, it's like, it's what you did with religion and all of that. And it's like, I look at the emotions and it's how excited I can hear that enthusiasm in your voice and like, or passion, I should say more than enthusiasm, but passion in your voice is the same way I talk when I talk about like therapy ideas or ideas behind like, you know, that. And it's just like super cool because I love when I love passionate Susie. (laughs) Well, I am passionate about it and I think about it all the time, but I don't engage in a lot of conversations about it because right. not because I don't want to, but because most people get very uncomfortable. And I do yeah. think it's because it is fundamental. Someone's faith is really important and they don't want that to be challenged in a way that makes them feel scared or offended. And, yeah. you know, I don't really peddle in theology, I am interested in facts and information. And that's kind Mm of, people see that as dissonant because religion isn't really supposedly about facts, but um, we can have the conversation and I think it's important for people to do it, but they have to wait till they're ready because it's scary. Yeah. Like which both people ready, I would imagine. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, obviously those conversations can go south real fast. Yeah. If everyone, how do you not get fired up? What do you do to not get like, this is like me taking notes now. Well, this is what I was saying before we started recording. You have to identify what your goal is because I can get real fired up if I want to win. If I want to crush you, I can do that. But if my goal is to persuade you and inform you, well, then I got to control myself because me yelling at you and condescending to you won't work. Yeah. Like I can, I find myself becoming very like uh, uh, emotional and it's like, I, 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 I sense like the, the, the vibes and the, the, like everything and it just becomes overwhelming and then I start thinking about everything that comes with it and blah 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 and then I start crying and so like, <laughs> when you're talking yeah, you to people can't do you that. Mean? yeah like just trying like <laughs> yeah because they become like I get very uh, passionate yeah you'd think I would be good at the, at having these kind of dialogues you know and like that kind well, of you stuff care but it's mostly I care a lot and I think it's difficult especially with people that you know like I can in I it's you know I don't know what that's about, but I think, I mean, obviously it's empowering when you're armed with tons of information, which I have. Oh yeah, that's good. Um, If you're coming into a heated conversation about something really important like religion or politics, then, and you don't have a lot of solid facts, you're probably going to end up in a fight, you know? Mm. So you have to be prepared for that kind of thing. And that's why Mm. educating yourself on whatever subject it is, yeah. Is is the work you do beforehand. And you know what? Maybe a a lighthearted conversation about, you know, George Crom who invented the potato chip could be <laughs> just the ticket to start it up. Hey, you love that those potato chips you're eating over there? Do you know 
When a customer sent back some French fries because they were cut too thin, he was like, oh, let's cut them thinner and fry them up and see what they taste like. Thank you, and George. And turns out they're delicious. So there you go. Maybe, I owe like, a lot to George. I know. I was like, gosh. You know, you couldn't even honor him when we did our 420 episode, though, Suze. God. But I can honor him on most days when I reach into a bag and eat them. Yes. Don't you forget it. Oh, Oh, that is really funny. Because I do think that those kind of like, I know I say that like, you know, we're like lightheartedly, but like that sometimes it is something that's like an icebreaker almost yeah. to then engage because I think about like what I intended to talk about today and what kind of like we ended up having a discussion on some of those difficult topics through you know a different conversation yes and I think that's that that that's like now I'm kind of thinking of it right now because I even find with people that you know I know and it's not like everybody I know is like me and Susie and we're just sitting here and talking like this all the time and so like there are some conversations that I want to engage in and I you know as can get very passionate and want to do it like well did you, know. you see on our Instagram when I posted Black Lives Matter, someone did write All Lives Matter. And it was within four minutes. Like, it was real fast. And I was like, oh, no, 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 nope, 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 nope. You fuck off with that shit. Not in my yep. house because... Get out. Yep. Get out of here. What I've noticed is mm-hmm. sometimes when people say that, they might mean it. Um, in a nice way. But I believe that we're far enough along in this yes. conversation that to me it feels like a provocation. They're doing it to provoke a reaction. Right. Oh, you're so right. Because everybody listening right now, all we have all seen the videos. We've all heard the house is on fire analogy. Sure, yes. We've all heard the dinner plate at, you know, one person doesn't get served dinner and saying they're hungry. Like. They know that shit too. You know that. So now you're so right now it's totally used. What did you say it? A provocation. Like Like they're provoking. Yes. Oh my God. I don't even know that word. And I just thought, well. No, we're not doing that. But for those of you listening that are still clinging to this absurd idea, let's, I mean, even if you look at biblically, let's say you're a Christian and that's what you say, all lives matter. Yeah. Okay. So now we've got a handy reference. His name's Jesus. And he... (laughs) (laughs) I've heard of him. I've heard of him. I I think I know that guy. He split time in half. And he talked about how a shepherd had a hundred sheep and one of those sheep was lost. And he went searching for that one sheep, not because the other 99 didn't matter, but because mm. one needed help. But I just think, oh. listen, you guys, if we, if you want to use religion, we can, but right. then, then we got a whole nother can of worms and yeah. I can do it. But you have to be Susie, ready to she's accept. got cans of worms I have so on deck, many worms. ready to open them. So many worms. But I don't think you want to. I don't think... Because right. people don't engage me in that way because they know they will be ruined. Yeah. Well, that's good. And you know what? Good. Like, that's kind of like a... a you know, there was a pizza... There's a pizza place down uh, downstairs right underneath me and... Uh, it's been questionable with this pizza because they're always open. You're always despite, talking about this. I know because I'm telling you, they're like doing their own thing. I don't even know if they know that there's a, there's a, a, a pandemic going on because they're like <laughs> still making up their pizzas and everything. And like so you know, the, when everything was on, like uh, uh, the the what the hell do you call it curfew when the curfew was set and everything, they they were like still serving food. And then I like, we went, we went there and then I was mad. We ate there. Cause I was like, this isn't what I want. And I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but that's another story. Uh, but so, so one day they had nothing up and the next day, and I walk by this, this restaurant every single t- time I walk the dog. And so the next evening when there, the riots were probably at their, I'm not going to call them riots. The protests were at their, uh, peak. Um, they put up signs that said Black Lives Matter, but then in small writing underneath, and All Lives Matter. No. And I was like, No, no, no. Nope. 
nope, 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 nope. And then um, the next day, sign's gone. Yeah. So do you think they could, they, why isn't they, somebody informed them? Or somebody stole it or something. Yeah, but it was on the, there were probably 12 of them on every single window inside. And I think it might have been their way to say, like, you know, if there were anybody. Yeah, they're just scared. Yes, but I was like, wow, somebody needs to. Were they handwritten or? No, printed. printed. Oh, man. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Sign business is really doing well during this COVID. Uh, uh, Maybe you should COVID. pop in, though, and ask about the signs. I, you know what? I will because, like, they will not be getting my $5 for their happy hour pizza anymore if uh, if they're, you know. Yeah, I just want to know, know, like, maybe because maybe there's an explanation. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I found out there's some, you know, great uh, black-owned restaurants in the Marina Del Rey area, including a gourmet taco place that I can't wait there to go, go to. There you go. So yeah, you that's don't need that I'll crappy be. pizza. I yeah, I don't need that crap. Yeah. yeah. All right. There we go. I just want yes. people to subscribe and tell a friend about us. Tell a friend. That's what Please. I want. Because you yeah. know what? We're doing the Lord's work over here. You know, it's like trying. It's, it's, it's hard. It's, we have to find, you know, some light amongst like my mom called me the other day and she was just like, Sarah. And this is so funny because she always does this. She loves having conversations with people when they're like not there. And then she like <laughs> plays both sides. Like pretend, yeah. I guess maybe in this conversation, I'm like answering back to her or something. <laughs> but she was like said that she, and she also loves to do this while she's on the toilet, which oh. is hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, and which I also think that one of the modern versions of was invented by a black man as well. <laughs> well I think I did subject. read that as well as the super soaker. So just throw a few more in there. <laughs> In case you're wondering. Um, but yeah, so she called me and, and she was like having this conversation. And she was like, Sarah, I was just having a conversation with you while I was on the toilet. Weird <laughs> thing for mom to start the conversation with. Um, but what else? Uh, and she was like, I just want to call and tell. And I said, tell Sarah that there's still joy and there's still magic and there's still all that stuff. So, you know, I try to think that maybe our little brain candy podcast here can be just like a little joy and a little magic. We can like come together and like laugh and learn about like a whole bunch of different stuff. But well, that's what I love is that you don't, it's not caring about this stuff in the world that needs to be to handle. Doesn't preclude us from being joyful and um, having fun and laughing and having moments of levity as i said on our thing so they can i'm so glad you said that because i feel like that's an important thing to say like i it's i think maybe you're the first person who's like said that out loud to me or i've talked about because or even realized it feels like serious business yeah yeah, but it is you know it is important yeah it's both i mean like they're not mutually exclusive and how the, the appeal of a movement that is all doom and gloom is minimal so you want people to want to be a part of your movement because it can include fun stuff and serious work michael rapaport has been a fun one to follow during (laughs) all this i love that he's freaking great and i love him and he does oh what is it called oh well he has one clip that he does like every week or so where they just call out uh people who have like talk shit and, um, you know, talk shit to them. And, oh, I love it. Um, but he put up this clip. I can't remember where or this video. I don't remember where it's, where it is, but it's a bunch of protesters doing the Cupid shuffle. And I'm like, yeah, see, I love that. And he's like disrupt in any way. Like there are a million ways to disrupt. And, and, you know, it would be really hard to shoot. Well, I mean, knock on wood to shoot rubber bullets at people doing the Cupid shuffle. Right. Yeah. So I I thought that was cute. Yeah. You can be effective. And, you know, fun. Yeah. Yeah. And fun. So that's what we're going to do. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Yeah. All right.
right. I'm trying to think if there were any other stories that I had to bring you this week. Uh, yeah, don't deprive me. Jeez. I know. Something on how celebrity culture is burning. But then I read it and I was like, I think Susie already talked to us about this. <laughs> oh, I do have one. Okay. Uh, but you guys have probably already seen this. And this was from like a, a long time ago. But how Crayola came out with their... Um, inclusive world of for children of all ages, races, colors, and ethnicities, and uh, colors of the world global Crayons. skin tone pack. Yes, yes. But I mean I, that was great. I wondered though, like, uh, yes. are people buying that? Abs. I hope so, and I would ab one hundred percent absolutely because the only other company that did this and. Uh, shout out to this company because they've been doing it for a long ass time. And when I was a kid, I had this set and it was my favorite. It was, I think it was called People Colors too. Mm -hmm. uh, Lakeshore Learning. Oh, has I love had, Lakeshore Learning. Yes. Mm -hmm. They have had a People Colors set for forever. Good, good. And I always loved that and I've always loved them. So Crayola, I mean like, okay, good job. But you know. You weren't the first ones to do it. But I also <laughs> did like that they, the names, because I think the names can be really important. Uh. And that nothing, they didn't use any, like the terminology, I think they, it's just like light almond, light rose, deep golden, yes. very deep almond. And nothing's like, you nude. know, anything that has any, yes, right, right. Yeah. like nude. That's like a, a word that comes with, or flesh or like others, you know, that was a big mistake. Yeah. Oh my God. So. Yes, so there you go. There you go. And I like those. That's a little fun thing to Do you feel to, like we've cleansed ourselves? I feel no. like my heart rate has gone down a little since <laughs> before we started. I do. I mean, it, it, that I, I could have maybe done a little bit uh, uh, of, of getting it fired, like starting on a real high um, with the flood in my house story, but that was just because yeah, of the flood. Yeah, you just needed but, no, to I'm talk about good. it. Okay. Yeah, I need to talk about it. I need to vent. And I can't vent to Ren because he had to deal with the same shit I did. So <laughs> we we do how we are, however, going back and forth complaining about how nobody's done anything yet about yeah, that's our unacceptable. many calls. Unacceptable. You're going to have to be a Karen and ask for the manager. Yeah. Yes, for sure. There you go. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye. bye.